You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Friday. Uh, sorry, I'm a bit late. Took me a minute. I had to figure out a Wi-Fi situation. Anyway, I'm here. Happy Friday. How are you doing? Are you nervous about Thanksgiving uh, coming up this weekend? Perhaps you're traveling. Um, you're going to be here, there, and everywhere. Uh, so listen, weekends, I always say there's nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone by getting literally right back at it. Holidays, vacay, celebratory days are literally no different. Um, there's nothing you can do. Even if you go away and eat all of the things things. It's not going to mess you up. Remember, I love that analogy of being on the road, right? You're in your car, you're on your way to finally and forever and reaching your goals. And you know, you're going to have roadblocks and detours. And and sometimes you're going to go sightseeing, you're going to purposely, you know, detour yourself or go stay somewhere nice or eat all the things. My point is do not let it stress you. In fact, it can be pretty cool just to kind of bring awareness to how you think when you're around social situations, because we use food for so many many things that is one thing to lose your weight physically mentally you want to be really calm about your food choices so that once you've lost your weight you're so in tune with your body it tells you when to eat what to eat how much to eat if you're gonna if you're gonna overeat it's gonna be a conscious choice you're not gonna have that same struggle and fight you'll notice that and if you got questions load them up right away I'm gonna get right to them today um, I never use the word control and I never use the word moderation I just think they don't have any place when especially when it comes to food and dieting we're not trying to control anything. I know some of you are like A-type people and you want to control everything that's happening, including when that scale moves. A lot of people still really frustrated, you know, that the scale isn't moving. Get used to it. <laughs> Get used to it because it's always going to frustrate you. Um, if anything, if the scale is really bothering you and it's like uh, some people will get in a really negative headspace. Chances are you've got some issues that you got to work through, right? Like I get it can be frustrating, but you're going to get there. It's just a matter of how long it takes. And the more you can show up and make choices that fall in line with your goals, obviously the sooner rather than later, you're going to get there. But there is no reason why every single person in the group watching this listening right now can't reach your weight loss goals. And there's no reason why you can't do it in a way that you're going to be able to easily sustain and maintain that. But the mindfulness is a big part of that. So being mindful in social situations, being mindful day to day, that's a big part of the, the four questions. You know, if you're sitting here thinking the four questions is kind of silly, it is the number one week that people circle back around. As we progress in the program, they're like, I see how important it is to really be all in with those four questions. Should I go back and repeat the process? Because there are still some of you who are counting and weighing and measuring, and it's going to really mess you up because as we move forward, you can't wait, count and weigh and measure your way through this. You really have to be in tune to your body's needs. So, so, you know, I'm also not a fan of like out of sight, out of mind. I'm not a fan of like tomfoolery and trickery. I'm not a fan of using smaller plates. Like you, you you're not going to always have access to smaller plates. Like just use a big plate. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not, I'm not a fan of people not going out to restaurants or avoiding social situations because you're trying to reach your goal. Like a big part of, again, reaching this goal is to be able to go out 
out there and do the things. Have the food in your house. Eat off normal plates. You know, um, one of the things I am a fan of, though, is kind of like making sure that you're a little bit slower when you chew your foods because that absolutely has an impact on digestion. So something to be said there. But outside of that, you know, it's just a matter of being in tune and really doing the work mentally along with the work physically. All right, let's get into these questions today. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, Nikki. Finally had a big drop. Water, water, water. Trust the process. Yes. And remember, it's normal for your weight to go up before it drops. A lot of people get really bummed out. I saw a post this morning. Someone's like, I, my weight was down. Now it's back up. You know, they were so pissed off. And I'm like, I get it. It's frustrating. But also, don't forget, your weight can be up before it drops. So this could be a sign that your, you know, your weight is headed on the way down. And if, if, you, let, if, you, if, you, if you let yourself get upset and then not, you know, like, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that because I know people do this, right? Like they get, they're just like, what's the point? I'm doing all the things and now my weight's back up or I get my weight back or my, I'm doing all the things. This is what I hear a lot. I'm doing all the things, but my scale is up. I'm like, okay. And remember that can be a sign. If you legit are doing all the things, chances are your weight is up because it's on the way down. Um, I've been talking about this the last couple of lives about supporting the body and detox. We have a post coming about that. As soon as that scale starts to move, you want to keep it moving. So if the scale goes back up, chances are you need to drink a little bit more water. Body's retaining water because it wants to continue to lose. And you want to keep the body focused on that. So no matter what happens, always assume that the scale is moving like at least three or four days later after you get that drop. Because that's that's what happens. It drops and people are like, oh, I guess my body's not dropping again. Or, oh, I gained my weight back. And then they get, you know, kind of just sidetracked and they're not really doing the things. And so when you, when you drop and your weight goes back up and then your weight's the same and then it drops like all of a sudden three pounds it didn't just drop three pounds the day before it's like that's been coming right so what's happening on the scale is not really a good indication of what's actually happening on the scale and that's why you want to use it as a tool so I love that. Now that it's moving, get on it, get on it, get on it. So many people do this and then they don't drink the water, right? I had this issue with clients all the time. They would like work so hard to get that scale to move and then the next day their weight would be up and I'm like, okay, well, it sounds like your body's still focusing on, you know, uh, dropping weight. How was your water yesterday? And they're like, oh, I just, it wasn't appealing and I didn't feel like drinking it. And I'm like, ah, it's like the one thing, not that this is a, you know, it's water, 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 but your body needs water in order to detox. So a lot of times people drop the ball and drinking water because it's not appealing when you're heading into detox and when that scale is moving. So stay on top of that water. Where's my comments gone? Oh, my coffee. Yes, please. <laughs> so you went, we went and worked out today. Woo. Uh, she just grabbed me a coffee. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, where are we? Hi, Linda. Super excited this morning. Scale dropped twice in two days after nothing, 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 right? Um, I know it will go back. Where'd you go? Shoot. Where'd you go back? I know we'll go back up because Gina tells us it will, but holy cow, now down 5.6 pounds in the program and experiencing the beginnings of my body connection. Too many things to outline, but to all the newbies, stay with it. This program is amazing. I can say that because I've tried every other diet and trick in the book to get the weight off. My 50-year journey will finally come to an end thanks to the program. Yeah, I'm, so also, okay, I love this. It's hard when you only know one way and the, your whole life, because a lot of people have been dieting for like 20, 30, 40, you know, for a really long time. And you're taught like when the scale goes up, it's, it's actually real weight gain. You're, you're taught when you hit a plateau, things are no longer working for you. Or you've lost your weight before and you've gained it all back. You know what I mean? Um, don't forget about that words of encouragement post. It's, it's, like, it's like magic. It's gold. Like 
if you're new to the program and, and ask all the questions that you need to be confident, and I, I can be confident, but it's all about you being confident. So ask all the questions that you need. Be really selfish about this process. You know, I'm, I'm, a, big, I'm a big believer on, I like to ask a million questions a million different ways until I actually get it. I make people crazy. Um, but check out that words of encouragement post. There's so many good tidbits and takeaways and tips in there from people who've done the program before. People who didn't lose in the beginning, then they went off to lose a big chunk in the back end. People who had really long plateaus. People who drop little bits people do you know what I mean so there's there's kind of if you read through that there's definitely good bound to be some uh, good comments that are gonna resonate so and it's a great post to go back to every now and then especially when you're just like ah because you can be so frustrating we are about to enter into the messy middle and things can get messy so so take the time take the time that's what I love about the lives that the lot I love I love the lives is that you know this is an opportunity if you're reading the comments to really hear from a lot of our members who are taking the time to share it's uh, some good tidbits oh hi Alicia thank you thank you I'm a, I'm a, I, I love um I like the sun and the heat <laughs> I like the sun and I like the heat I'm in Barbados, uh, no wait, Bahamas, that's where I am, I'm in Bahamas, uh, I'm here doing some work stuff and uh, trying to have a little bit of fun at the same time. Hi Jenny, good morning, is it terrible that we are having Thanksgiving on Sunday so we don't have to downsize Thanksgiving dinner on Monday? <laughs> I was thinking about you guys with this, I'm like, week four, that's Monday after Thanksgiving? Um, I think it's I think it's kind of funny to be honest. I'm planning on eating all the stuffing and enjoying every bite. Hope 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 you all have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Okay, sorry, I'm I'm laughing at that. So so we start downsizing on Monday. Obviously Monday is Thanksgiving, which I'm not, I'm not actually expecting anyone to be downsizing on Thanksgiving. Just so you know. So if you're new to the program, downsizing is our way of sort of counting, weighing, and measuring messing with portions. So what you're going to do this week is get in tune to eating dissatisfaction, what that feels like, you know, um, what it looks like, even though portions are always what they feel like, not what they look like. So you are eating dissatisfaction over the past few weeks to feed this size body. And so next week when we introduce downsizing, it's about eating a few bites left to purposely leave yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. Now I'm not actually expecting anyone to do this on Monday. <laughs> And remember, we have another opportunity to do it. We're going to bring it back to satisfaction, and then we're going to do it again. But we're going to break it all down for you. Please do not stress. Um, Thanksgiving is on Monday, and if you have a big Thanksgiving dinner and you want to indulge, again, you haven't ruined anything. Um, if you're new to the program, it is a great idea to kind of read ahead. If you have the book, also in the app, you can review the guidelines. We'll post them. Uh, what day is it? Today's Friday. We'll post them on Sunday. Pop into the group. Let us know if you have any questions. But this is where we really start messing with the program. It's going to freak a lot of you out. Some of you deal with massive food waste issues. Some of you deal with not having enough food. Some of you, it really brings up a lot of issues and association when it comes to food. It's a fun week. It's a... Uh, it's, I like I like downsizing. It's a fun week. But yes, I totally didn't think about that when we were putting the schedule together. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Going to the Stratford Theater and dinner. Oh, I love that. With my coworkers this afternoon, followed by two days. Sorry, my iPad's being weird. Uh... Two days of Thanksgiving dinners I plan to enjoy. Be mindful, but definitely not uh, sweat the bites a bit. Yeah. Don't, again, Thanksgiving, like indulge. Make a, make a plan for yourself before you even get there. What do you want to do? Do you want to stick to the plan best you possibly can? Do you want to just eat all the things? Whatever that is, make a choice right? Make a choice. And then also be aware of how you mentally respond to that, right? Like, don't be like, I'm going to go and eat all the things. And then the next day, get on the scale and rag on yourself. You know, now, if you're going to get on the scale, get on the scale to see how much your weight can fluctuate. And then what you're going to realize is that it's going to come right back down again, you know? So this is a big part of that. It's Thanksgiving to me isn't even about it's not even what you're eating and are not eating. It's about being around people. 
It's about um, bringing awareness to how you are in social situations because we use food for so many things. You really want to get to a place where you're really calm around food. Like my end goal for you, lose your weight in a healthy way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also to be able to sit in a room full of all your favorite foods and not even just like be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have it or no, I'm going to just not, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm really good. Um, Because again, a lot of you are coming off of deprivation diets where you can't have it. You're trying to control things. You know what I mean? That really messes with your head. Then you're actually hungry and you're starving. That's why we're just laying a strong foundation now. That's why it's so important to be so consistent and in tune to giving your body what it needs. Hit all the meals and snacks, make them nutrient rich and eat to satisfaction because we're going to be messing with that as we go. We're going to be messing with that as we go. Oh, hi Lisa, because I'm up and down and now a plateau, I'm going to enjoy uh, my birthday today and eat the cake and Thanksgiving and enjoy all the food in small portions, but stick to the plan. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Especially on your birthday, it's super lame not to eat the cake unless you actually don't want to eat the cake, which you shouldn't have to force yourself to eat the cake if you don't want to eat the cake, but definitely life is too short to not eat the cake. So it's not the cake at birthday right it's like the cake pops when you're getting your coffee you know what I mean it's all of those things that the little bits and stuff that add up usually when people are having sugar all the time because they're dehydrated you're feeling icky so it just kind of bleh so then that gives you a bit of an insulin little high do you know what I mean it makes you feel really good but then it doesn't actually make you feel really good because then you feel like shit afterwards right like this is all the associations that we make to the thing so it's not the birthday cake it's not the birthday cake. Uh, fighting with the two pound dance, up and down like a toilet seat. Hi, Loretta. Loretta. Okay. Up and down, up and down, up and down is the body trying to detox. Generally, that's what that is. Up and down, up and down, up and down. A little bit more water, like not like liters, 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 but usually a little bit more water, and that's enough to get the scale moving in the right direction, especially if you're feeling detox symptoms. Hi, Sue. Good morning. I just returned from three weeks in Scotland and Ireland. Nice. And I'm happy to say my weight went up only three pounds. Did okay staying on track, mostly back at it. So if you just came back from Scotland and Ireland, I'm assuming that you you flew. So if your weight is only up three pounds, I would... I would probably suggest your weight is actually down, to be honest. Um, vacations, traveling is so great because it's st- so stimulating for your brain, so great for weight loss. You tend to be more active and all those things. Um, I, You know, flying would, is good for like six to eight pounds, like literally when you get off a plane, especially a long flight like that because it's the altitude that actually sucks the water out of your system and it makes you really dehydrated. So your weight should be up, like at least five, six, pa- six pounds, six pounds. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the heat's getting to me. Um, so if it's not up that high, chances are it's actually, you your your weight is probably actually lower and that's quite normal too when you um, go on vacation you come back your weight is up and then you kind of like get back on plan right and get back at it usually it's good for a drop because all of that is kind of just like really stimulating really challenging your body wants you to be healthy wants you to be happy wants you to feel really good at this point in the program your body's no longer looking to hold on to and store that fat so it's gonna it's gonna release it right so so vacations can be great for that <laughs> I love your analogy. However, I find myself sightseeing this session. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about, for those of you repeating the program again, it definitely is more of a mental game and it's problematic for a couple of reasons. You, you know you can do it, especially if you lost a good chunk and you were successful. So you're not, and you probably feel really good. Do you know what I mean? Like you, 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 you know you can do it. You feel really good. You're really proud of what you've done, and you're probably like, I, you know, I'm okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like for a lot of people, yes, they're here to lose weight, but just feeling better is like it's big. Um, so you're probably just like, yeah, I, I know I can do it. So then we're sometimes not as diligent. Do you know what I mean? 
I know I can get back on track. That's the other thing too. You can end up just getting back on track the whole time. I'll have bites of bits. I'll get back on track. Bites of bits. And the next thing you know, you've been back on track the whole entire program. Um, also, you're expecting things to happen the same way that they did before. And even though you know that, that they're not going to happen the same way before, that's still like, it's like, ah, you know, it's that I'm not sure it's going to work. Plus, the closer you get to your goal, sometimes sabotage can pop up. Like, you know, you've gotten this far. Everyone knows you. you've lost weight. You know you can do it. They know you can do it. Now there's pressure to actually do it and then there's the whole once you get close to reaching your goal are you going to be able to maintain that and the pressure of that like there's a lot to it there's a lot to it right so for so many reasons check out the fresh eyes post you know give it a watch give it a listen and then just what i would do is pull out that maximizing post and start like ticking things off and just get you in the right frame of mind and then start setting your intentions um pop into the group every day pop into the group and be like today i'm here i'm showing up i'm going to be mindful i'm going to you know make choices that fall in line with my goals i'm going to work on drinking my water i'm going to be even more consistent with my thing, set alarms, do whatever. Like you have the advantage having done it before, but then at the same time, it's definitely going to be a different experience and it's much more mental. First time, real shock and awe, physical to the body. And then second time is more mental. And you want it to be because that's a big part of the finally and forever is working through that part. So just recognizing that and then being here like that in itself is huge, right? Like just like you put it out there today, put it out there tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. Some days you're still going to have days that are better than others, but they'll add up. Um, if I don't feel hungry, can I skip a meal? Yeah, you absolutely don't want to skip meals and snacks. Um, it's not about, cause what, what, what happens is like someone will say to me, well, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really hungry when I work with a client, I'm really hungry uh, tonight. What can I eat? I'm like, well, wait a sec. Let's back it up. Why are you hungry? That's the question, right? Why are you hungry? And then they'll be like, and they'll be like, oh, well, and I'll say, well, did you have all your meals and snacks? Well, I didn't have my afternoon snacks as I wasn't hungry for them. Okay, but now you're, you're hungry for you're hungry now because you didn't have your afternoon snacks. So you really don't want to. Um, there's a rhyme and a reason to the food plan. It's not about eating less, and it's like there's there's a rhyme and a reason behind that. So it's really important, especially building the foundation, because we're gonna mess with it next week. A big part of it is getting your body to rely on it to constantly know that it's just gonna get what it needs. It gets kind of used to the the food plan, and then we're gonna make changes to it. And so you want to be as consistent as possible, so your body is used to it. So when you make changes to it, it's, there's an impact there, right? And so if you're hit and miss, then you're just gonna get hit and miss kind of results you know what I mean so it is really important to but you can skip breakfast if you want skip breakfast if you're not into eating breakfast however it definitely still is a benefit to go higher protein so just be mindful especially if you're the kind of person who will go all day long without eating like not being some there's people who are just like I'm just never hungry that's not necessarily a great sign there's people who won't be hungry while following the program because you're eating before your body kind of lets you know that you're hungry but if you're the kind of person who would go all day long without eating that's not that's not good so you want to be careful of falling into those old patterns a few token bites want to stimulate your digestive system do you know what i mean it's all about the routine of it so i would definitely try not to skip uh, meals and snacks hi tina trying to get my head around the fact that we have dinner at four i, I am not hosting out of my control oh where's um and how to plan around that biggest concern is the hunger feeling that i'm anticipating later in the evening just have a snack like in this situation, like you're going to have times, like whether it's a brunch at three o'clock in the afternoon, do you know what I mean? Or, um, Thanksgiving dinner at like four. Um, I would just maybe have like more leftovers, like just so you have your, have your dinner and then you can just have a snack later if you're hungry. Like obviously, you know, like don't be having chips at like 10 o'clock in bed. Um, if you know, if you want to like stick to the plan kind of thing, but, um, just have more leftovers, have some more turkey, have some more stuffing, have some more like whatever, um, or have a snack. I honestly like, so it's the... 
to what I was just saying about skipping meals and snacks, it's all about the routine of it. So you don't want to make a habit of skipping your, you know, afternoon snacks every day. You don't want to make a habit of like having after dinner snacks, but every now and then is not going to do anything. So if you end up being hungry, make sure you drink your water. And if you end up being hungry, just have a little snack later and not worry about it. Uh, you could do like leafy greens and have some protein or something like that, but Hi, Yolanda. I'm pretending I'm traveling to the Bahamas with you. <laughs> come, 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 because you're glowing. I will get that glow vicariously through you. Yeah, I love the heat. I'm like, I'm, so Tony's not with me. And when Tony and I travel, he has the air conditioning up. So cold. Hi, babes, if you're watching. Um, he always has the air conditioning on. And I like, I slept with the windows open last night. It's like, so I'm sitting here sweating, um, even though I turn the air conditioning off because I, I like to sweat. I like to be hot. Um, so it's probably just more of the sweat. My point is that uh, my glow. <laughs> uh, which week does, uh, hi, Leanne, hello. At wit, which week does become not normal to not see the number changing on the scale? Never for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, the scale is going to fluctuate. Um, and you mean if you haven't lost yet, some people might not lose um, for the whole first program. And that's that you're going to have health issues. You're going to have inflammation. You're going to have you know have health issues that you're dealing with. And not to say that it's not working. Um, you're going to notice your body change. You're going to see improvements. Like you can't just show up every day and do all these things and not notice massive difference. But we have had you know one or two people go through the program and then this is where we suggest they check in with their doctor and then they've come back to us later and been like yeah i have like this i have this this going on that going on and whatever and then generally when people get that on track this is why we're huge about checking in with your doctor um working hand in hand with your doctor but it would be normal um like one of our vas uh lee for example and lee's now i think she's down 130 pounds um so obviously very successful on program her very first program i think she writes about this in her bio she might be check it out she didn't lose seven she didn't lose she didn't lose to like week seven and then went on to lose like 30 40 pounds on the back end um after week seven so it's normal for most people not to lose until week five so week four or week five most people are going to see the scale move. And then we know this because we do a service. So we do a survey at the end of the program. I don't know the exact numbers and the stats on that, but a certain percentage of people lose in the first four weeks, certain percentage of people start losing after week four, week five. Um, but for the majority of people, um, it's sort of once we're not trying right now, right? So next week, we're actually going to start messing with our portions, getting in there, maximizing, doing all the things kind of now that the body feels confident you're going to give it what it needs. So next week, not that it's just going to like you start trying next week and you're going to magically like the scale's going to move. Obviously, you got, there's a lot of work to do. Not guaranteed it's going to move or anything like that. But I would say uh, normal for the scale for most people till week four, week five. Um, I start getting concerned around, this is probably a better one. I, I get, start getting concerned for people around week seven and week eight. And this is where I do, like I'll take people through the maximizing post and the troubleshooting. And so what I used to do, is bring people on who were having a hard time in my previous groups and we would like chat it out and I would go through like you know how much water you're drinking and got any health issues you're doing this are you taking any medications like what you know what are you doing this what are you doing that and try to figure out what they need to get that get that get that scale moving so the 20 questions is a big part of that and that's why I go through that I think in week seven but week seven I would start to be a little bit like do you know what I mean if you're really doing all of the things also there's something to be said and I'm not saying that you're not doing all the things, but sometimes because we want it so bad, like I've never had a conversation with someone who said they were doing all the things and they were doing all of the things. There's always things that you can do. 
and just like leveling up just a little bit can make a big difference. Like someone will be like, I'm like, and on that maximizing post, I tell you to give yourself a score out of 10. And I, I'm mindful it's not there to berate yourself or get on yourself, but I would go through that maximizing post and give yourself a, a, a 10. And so I'll get someone who's like, gives himself a 10 on water and I'll be like, okay, wow, you must be rocking the water. Like how much are you drinking? Oh, like two and a half, three liters. I'm like, how tall are you? They're like, I'm six tall. How much weight do you have to lose? Like 60 pounds. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not even like the minimum requirement that science tells us the average person needs. You're, a, you're bigger and taller than average. So you need at least like 3.5, whatever. And they'll say to me, well, I'm drinking more water than I ever did before. And I'm like, okay, that's great that you're drinking more water than you ever have before, but you don't get a 10 for trying. You get a 10 for doing, like literally showing up, being consistent, drinking all, you know, making sure every single day you're getting your water and you're making a point of getting as much as you need day to day to day. Um, so a lot of times people will like, you know, someone will give themselves a 10 for exercise and movement. And I'm all about like, listen, you don't have to exercise, but if your scale isn't moving, you definitely want to make sure you're moving your body. It's a big part of your metabolism. And they'll like give themselves a 10. I'll be like, what do you do for exercise? Oh, you know, I walk my dog, you know, a couple times a week. And I'm like, uphill? Do you get sweaty? Do you get your heart rate up? Like, no, but it's the only time I have. And I have no disrespect to dog walkers. I'm all about that. But you don't give yourself a 10 for walking your dog, you know, twice a week for 10 minutes. And you're not getting your heart rate up. And you're, do you know what I mean? Uh, some people have small dogs. Like you say, if you have a big dog, you're really walking fast. But, you know, so this is the thing too, is that sometimes when we say we're doing all the things, we're working really hard, we're doing more than we're used to, and we want it really bad, but we're not necessarily doing all the things. So that's why I love the, the 20 questions of the maximizing post. Like grab a pen, grab a paper, get real honest with yourself, and go through it, you know? And if you just improve something like just by a little bit, it's gonna add up, make a big difference. Um, so let me make sure I got that. What was your question? At what week does uh, it become not normal to not see the scale change on sale? Yeah, so about week five. Week seven, I would start getting Week seven, I would, get, I would be a little, if you were really doing all the things, I would get a little bit nervous around week seven and be like, okay, what's going on? Like, and just so you know, we're here for you. So you, you can post all of what you're doing, what you're eating, what you, some people like write really super detailed notes and we can get in there and I can check that out. You can post your answers to your 20 questions. The more information you can give us, we'll be here to help you figure that out. But this is why I suggest you ask as many questions as you need to make sure you're doing all the things you need to do. That's a great question. I don't think I've ever been asked that before. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Good morning. Hi, Judy. I was getting very discouraged because I wasn't losing a pound, but I listened to you. Where are you? Did all the things, up my water to 3.5, and lo and behold, the scale is starting to move. <laughs> this is, you know what I'm saying? This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is... And that's the thing, like we, we're, we're upset, we, we're, you know what I mean? Like I get it, you want it bad and you, it's going to happen. But for so many reasons, we're also dealing with so many feels, right? You're going to have all the feels. That's what we call it the messy middle. You're going to have all of the feels. But to your point, right? Like you want it really bad. All you got to do is make a few adjustments. But that's why I love that post. Um, always just what progress really looks like. Also, what everything is just aligning and the timing and coming together. And what I mean by we haven't tried losing weight, because I know some of you are like, I'm trying, I'm doing all these things, is that, you know, right now you're just following the food plan, which is a lot. I know it's a lot to do, but if your weight is dropping, it's, that's because the body is choosing to do that on its own. Do you know what I mean? And if your weight isn't dropping, then the body for sure is working hard behind the scenes to address issues and get to a place where it can focus on dropping as well. Because that's the thing. Your body wants this gone just as much as you do, but a lot of people perceive that their bodies are trying to make them fat and screw them over and all of that because you know every time you've lost weight it's gained it back and all those things you know 
So I love that. Yes, I was getting very discouraged. And you're allowed. You're allowed because I wasn't losing a pound. But listen to you. Did all the things. Up my water and um, beyond 3.5. And the scale starts to move. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, they talk about how diets, you know, one diet doesn't fit all. But we're all human. We all have a body. Our bodies, you know, for the most part work similar. That's why in that 20 questions, sometimes you have to factor things in. Like, you're missing your gallbladder. You might want to add in some digestive bitters. You might want to, you know what I mean? Kind of help offset that a little bit if you've got, you know, any kind of major health issues that you're doing. It's not going to stop you from losing because you, that you're, because you have health issues, your body wants this fat gone, right? Um, but I love that post on, um, on what progress really looks like. Cause it's all about that breaking point. Like you work hard, you work hard, you work hard, you work hard, you work hard. And then all of a sudden, okay, you know, here it goes. And a lot of time people will like, they'll be really working at it and they'll like lose four pounds overnight. Like you have to know you didn't lose four pounds overnight. That's been coming. That's why you got to use the scale as a tool. It's not a measure of success. You got to use it as a tool, cross reference with how you're feeling, you know, the choices that you're making and kind of fig- figure things out. Like if you indulge on Thanksgiving on Monday, you wake up on Tuesday and the scale is the same, you know that your weight is actually on the way down because your weight should very well be up, right? So that's how you kind of have to constantly assess your situation. Where are you at? What are you doing? What did you need? Hi, mom. Hi, mom. I can see my mom's watching. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Lost 15, but on a plateau this week, not fretting it, just repeating my body's adjusting and healing. Yeah, so you can't lose 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds without your body needing to take time to adjust. So if you've lost 15 pounds since the beginning of the program, that's got to be pretty consistent. So chances are you are due for like a longer-ish plateau, right? Some people will lose throughout the entire program because some people can lose quite a bit of weight, especially if you have the weight, a lot of people can lose quite a bit of weight. But at some point, and this is why then they'll do another program, and then they'll spend most of that program just at plateaued because that's the bo- even though your body's leveling up and doing all these things and obviously it's still worth doing but your body's you're due for a plateau at some point you need an equal and opposite reaction in terms of the weight that you've lost to give your body time to adjust to the weight that you've lost and that's like adjusting your blood flow your metabolism your body temperature your saturation levels and all of that right so it's a big mistake that people make even when they lose their weight through whatever kind of diet is that you know you, you lose your weight and then you go right back to 
eating normal food and not really giving the body an opportunity to get used to the weight that you're at. And that's a big part where your body, your weight goes right back up and then plus more every single time. So those, you want those plateaus. Really, you want to embrace the plateaus, but at the same time, you even when you're on a plateau, you want to show up expecting your expecting the your weight to move. Even though that's not realistic and you're not going to see the scale move every day, you want to show up and do all the things like it's going to move, right? And this is why you don't want to be on a plateau. I'm like, oh, I'm just not where I'm at. I'm just going to do nothing. No, still show up. Do all the things. Do all the things. It'll break. Um, I can take, I can it take three weeks of being up before it drops, drinking seven liters. That's a lot of water. Um, where are you? Sorry. I'm, my thing is really weird. My iPad is acting weird. Uh, where are you? Can it take three weeks of being up before it drops? I'm drinking seven liters of water yesterday. Average is five. I have 20 ish pounds to lose. Okay. So if you're drinking seven liters of water, you want to make sure that you're active. You're sweating. You're like, you know, do you know what I mean? You're not just pushing water, 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 water. Your weight can be up and down at the same time. So it just sort of depends. Like it, it de maybe you started working out and being more active and your muscles are sore. So your body's retaining water. Um, maybe your hormones are fluctuating, which is normal for a weight to go up a little bit. Maybe your body is sore and your hormones are fluctuating. Um, maybe you've started like take, I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing, but I'm just throwing things out there. You haven't been feeling good. So you've had a headache. So you've been taking some Tylenol that can mess with your bowel movements, with your digestive system that can have your weight up a little bit. Um, maybe you haven't been getting really great sleep because you're stressing about something. So you know what I mean? So your weight is up a little bit. Um, maybe you had some salty food combined with some hard to digest food. Maybe you had a variety of those things. You know what I mean? So many reasons why your weight can be elevated and up. Um, let me just read this question. Can it take three weeks of being up before it drops? I'm drinking seven liters of water. Yesterday, the average is five at 20 pounds. I would expect that it's going to start dropping. So, so also if you, if your weight's been up the whole time and you started the program, it could also be, again, I'm guessing, um, if you've come off like a really restrictive diet, sometimes it, your weight can be up a little bit. It's not like you haven't gained real weight. Like nobody following the program and plan is going to gain any actual real weight. Um, uh, but your weight can be up and in combination with a variety of the things at the same time. Um, but it should start dropping. Like if, if I don't, that's not like an up before it drops, although it could be an up before it drops. Like you're, you know what I mean? So it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, but yes, for so many reasons, your weight can be up before it drops, but it, your weight could be down today, for example. But if you had salty food, didn't drink enough water or obviously drank enough water or, you know, for whatever reason, it could still be up. It, sh it should start dropping soon. If it's been up, usually it takes the body about three weeks to adjust to any kind of like change. And that's why like we want to be as consistent as possible heading into this third week, which if you started during prep week is week number four, because this is where the body really starts to calm down. And so your body can be in a bit of a state of stress. And then especially because it can throw your sleep off, it can throw your bowel movements off, it can throw your digestion off, it, you know, a variety of different things. Um, so this is where things really start to calm down. And then this is where well, now that things are calm, this is next week we're going to get in there and kind of mess things up and challenge the body in all the best ways and kind of stress it out. So so you'll, you should notice that, that if that is due to any of those things, that, that should come, it should come down. It should come down. Hi, Colleen. I've hit a plateau and now I've hit my... After hitting my lowest low, didn't hit plateau during my first round. All I hear is Gina's voice in my head saying it's okay and it will move. Trust the process. It'll move. <laughs> It'll move. I know you can be nervous and think, oh my God, it's never going to move. It'll move. You want plateaus. You need plateaus. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. I had a snack accident uh, last night. I love that. My belly feels gross. I'm irritated with myself. Also thinking about 
the mental work I need to do. So next time the urge to eat at night comes knocking, I don't open the door. If it was simple, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, this is my whole issue with intuitive eating, right? People who are like, oh, intuitive eating, it's just like, think about eating the thing before you eat it. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. If we all could just do that, chances are we wouldn't eat the thing. But it takes a lot of time, especially when you're disconnected, not in tune to your body. And that's like asking the four questions. That's like the setup for intuitive eating, being in tune to your body's needs, really recognizing, am I really hungry? Do I need to eat that? Could I eat it? Should I eat it? You know what I mean? All those things. So this whole program puts you more in tune with yourself and this will get you to like real intuitive eating. But it's, when people say it's so easy, it's not so easy. If that was simple, it wouldn't be a problem. It's not so simple. So I have to get more investigative about this pattern so I can interrupt it, set it out loud, and now it's time to do the work. Yeah, I freaking love this. I love this because now that you've said it, and it might take you a couple more times, but you're owning that. So next time you find yourself snacking at night, you're going to be like, you called yourself out. Like you can't just keep doing it knowing that you keep doing it. You know what I mean? So that's what setting your intentions and really owning it is all about. Um, yeah, you're right. Like it's so a couple things. It could be. You have to make that connection, right? That That's one of those things. First of all, at night you have to understand, like once you get that sleep and really not to see how you tuned into how you feel today. I feel gross. I'm irritated. I'm all those things. So it's great that you recognize that. So it's not working for you. What you're saying is like this snack, it's not working for me. I feel like crap today. It's, I'm not into it. It's not working for me. So what you want to do is catch the feels on how you feel when you don't snack at night. So this is where if you can just cold turkey and you and be irritated, the fact that you can't snack, like you don't have to in, enjoy it and be like, oh, you know, this is so great. I'm not snacking. You can be fucking pissed off. Yeah, man, I want to, I want to snack. I want to snack so bad. I want to eat like, say it out loud when you're going to snack. I'm going to just not have the snack. I'm mad. I can't have the snack. I'm going to go to bed. I'm so mad. I can't have my snack. I want to eat snack. Like you don't have to enjoy it. You can be miserable at the fact that you're trying not to eat something. But then you're going to catch the feels of what it feels like the next day when you wake up and your body's had time to like, you know, repair and rebuild and do those things. It's a different feeling. You're, you, when you eat at night, you're just, you wake up foggy, foggy mind, you're irritated, you didn't get the deep sleep, it's just how it is. We, we even talked to this uh, with a sleep expert. So if you can catch the feels and focus on how you feel when you don't snack at night and really kind of bring attention to that, then you're more likely to continue to not snack at night. Sometimes by focusing on the thing, we just do the thing even more. More, right um, as you know make sure you're eating to satisfaction make sure that you are making your foods nutrient-rich change your routine at night because it could be a habitual like this is also the week if you use food because you're bored if you use food because you're stressed if you use food because you're emotional if you use food for whatever this is kind of the week that you're working through that so this is bringing this up at a pretty timely time where you're probably recognizing maybe it's like you time Maybe at the end of the day, it's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to have something to eat because this is the only thing I've done for myself today. I want to have my snack. I want to watch my show. This is me time, right? But it's not really you time. If then you have the thing, it makes you feel like crap and you rag on yourself the next day. It's not really a, it's not a, do you know what I mean? It's not like you're not making a positive association to having that thing. If you could get to a place where you could snack and eat it and then not worry about it, but that's ultimately the goal. So I love this. The fact that it's coming up is something that you want to deal with. This is why it's, yes, follow the food plan, eat the food to lose the weight. It's this part of it. It's this part of it. You want to be able to eat the thing, enjoy the thing, and not think about the fact that you had the thing, you know, and then get on yourself and berate yourself. All right. So I love that this is popping up and you're dealing with this. This is like, this is the kind of awareness, asking the four questions, constantly showing up, keeping your energy directed at yourself. 
This is the kind of awareness that's going to help you work through all of those issues and associations that you've, you've tied into food. And we need to do that again because we use food for so many things. Like so many people, so nervous about Thanksgiving. Like what? Come on. We're getting together with family, friends. We haven't been able to do that in the last couple of years. We're having good food. So the whole, the whole association to comfort food essentially comes from when we when we're with family and friends we tend to just like eat and enjoy and then we overeat causes our insulin levels to go up gives us a kind of euphoric like ah, you know what i mean that's where the, the 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 concept of comfort food comes so we associate overeating with like joyfulness and being around people and love and good times and all of those things right you can go and be around people and have good times and not overeat and then berate yourself afterwards like that's the goal or make a conscious choice of overeating this i am choosing to eat this i don't care how bloated i get i don't care how i feel and i do this all the time i do this on vacation all the time this is so good i'm eating this thing and i don't care last night i had lobster it was freaking delicious oysters and lobster i was so full i ate the whole thing i'm not i'm not bringing that back in a doggy bag i'm eating that whole thing and it was lobster it was no cheap ass dinner so I'm eating the whole thing and I enjoyed it and was my belly full yeah did I feel it this morning yes did I at one point ever say oh my god why did I do that no no so this is a big part of that so that's why I'm saying this weekend if you are nervous about it or any upcoming holiday vacay or anything there's issues there for you to work through what you need to work through to get to that to really get to that finally and forever state um so I love that it's you know say it out loud own it recognize it why do I why do I keep doing this you know but actually go there you you might not get an answer falling on your lap I can throw a bunch of things out there maybe some of them resonated you're gonna get a lot of aha moments throughout this whole process because aha moments are when you're like oh I do that because of this oh I'm doing this oh you know what I mean it's those aha moments. and therapy is great don't get me wrong I love therapy but therapy is all about talking about things to work through things to have those aha moments to recognize the things that you do and you don't want to do anymore and you want to make change and so just showing up and being mindful and keeping your energy directed at yourself is like a great way to kind of just you know work through all these things and also like why do I feel like this? What's happening this? And I'm so frustrated and all those things. Recognize they're all for a reason. They're this because this is a big deal. This is a big deal to lose your weight finally and forever. To feel comfortable confident in your own skin to like stop having to worry about what you're eating and when to like never have to lose weight again so much time and money and all that stuff put into it so a lot of you got a lot of stock in this you know so it's going to be an emotional journey you got a lot of stuff you got to work through you got to rewire how your body's come to function physically you know that's why you know that's why I was just saying like if your weight can your weight can be up for the first couple weeks because if you're eating more often than you're used to your digestive system isn't used to it you're coming off restrictive diets your body has a certain way of functioning we have to rewire that and that just takes time for some people um so usually about that three weeks it calms down so we're, we're rewiring how your body's come to function physically the way your brain has come to function and that's what the body does the body figures out how to keep you alive when you're not giving it what it needs to work at the most optimal level so all these diets where you're starved and deprived and whatever your body had to figure out how to keep you alive, how to keep you functioning, even though you're burning through and forcing the body to burn fat. And that's why every single time you lost it, the body's like, hey, let me gain it all back plus more for you. Yay. Look what I've done for you. Do you know, thinking it's doing you a favor when in reality it's not. So it's a big part of that really re rewiring all of it. Um, my graph is now starting to show a nice downward trend, uh, which is nice to see after that long plateau, almost into a new decade, which is exciting. Yeah, I love this. So when you're looking like, again, nobody's, if you ever see 
uh, someone's weight graph and it's just a line down, it's bullshit. It's not, that's not what weight loss really looks like. And I've seen some of the big offenders out there. Um, I'm looking at you, Newman Weight Watchers. Um, that's not what the scale looks like. It doesn't look like that. Uh, it's normal for it to go up all around, have plat plateaus in between. Like it's just, that's normal. What you are looking for is that downward trend. And if you're following some of the Libby losers out there, which is great, because some of them post their, like, a lot of them will post what their, what their scale's happening. A lot of them will post when their scale's gone up. It's, it's been, like, down, 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 and then they'll have, like, a big hike up, right? And then when, and then they'll see that it's come down and come down. And we're talking, there's some people out there who've lost, like, 100 pounds. Um, look for that hashtag Libby loser. Follow them, because, and, and then, and then go through their, go through their posts and look at their scales. That is normal weight loss. That, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing what weight loss really looks like in terms of the scale. And that's where you've been really duped. It's just a straight line down. So then we have these expectations that it's a straight line down. We have expectations. If I don't lose right away, the, it's, this isn't working for me. We have like, those expectations. If I hit a plateau, the, this is no longer working for me, right? So we have to work through all of those. Work through all of those. Um, let me see. I had the same weight the past two days and just starting double detox. Can't wait to take advantage of the process. Yeah, I love that. Um, capitalizing on that. Uh, talking to a friend the other day, I was raving about the program. Um, after I hung up, I realized I realized that I haven't really lost anything yet. Right? I love this. You're going to lose this. This is a real thing because it feels good to constantly prioritize yourself in your life. It feels good to make good food choices. It feels good to be hydrated. It feels good to be like, it feels good to feel good. Um, and this is what it becomes for so many people. They're just like, I haven't lost any weight, but I feel so much better. My bowel movements are better. I'm sleeping better. My energy is so much better that do you know what I mean? But that's a sign. Like feeling better, feeling so good is a sign that your body's working hard and, ma and actually making change. Like, I don't know how you can't run through this whole program and do all the things and not be super proud of yourself at the end, no matter what happens, when, what's happening on the scale. And then also that, that weight adds up, man. It adds up so quick. So it's going to move. But I love this. I love this because it's not just when I first started working with people and offering up my program on a one-on-one -on -one basis, uh, I, 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 it was a lifestyle program at the time because lifestyle is a word that just kind of came about in the last, like in terms of health in the last like 20, 30 years, uh, years ago, like there was no metabolism and all the insulin resistance and all, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and what I realized in doing these things, I felt better and I lost the weight and I went from like not eating it. Like I was calories in versus calories out. That's what I was taught. That's how I helped other people lose weight. And then I wasn't losing myself. I get a whole bunch of weight. I thought there was something really wrong with me. I went to the doctor. If you want to hear my story, it is on my podcast. <clears throat> but a big part of that, a big part of that was just, sorry, totally lost my train of thought. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at this. A big part of that was, um, a big, sorry, <laughs> totally sidetracked. A, a big part, a big part of that was really recognizing that in being healthy and making good choices, the weight came off. So it was really just a side effect of being healthy. And so I would promote it as a, like a lifestyle plan and program for people. And I'm like, oh, you're going to get healthy and you're going to do this. They're like, but I want to lose weight. And I'm like, you will. Weight loss is a side effect of this. And they're like, no, but I want to, I want to lose weight. I want to do a diet. And I'm like, no, you'll lose weight. It's just like, it's, you also get really healthy. No one cared. No one wanted to get healthy. They all just wanted to lose weight. And so then I was just like, man, I have this thing that works really well, but no, no one wants to do a lifestyle program and get healthier. Everyone just wants to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. And then that's where I was really just like, okay, let me just help people lose weight. It's a great program to help people lose weight. I'd always been helping people lose weight, 
but it was one of those things. Um, so really this whole program, this process is like a lesson in self-love, constantly keeping your energy directed at yourself, prioritizing yourself in your own life, getting to really know and understand yourself and your body and your needs and all that and bringing awareness and then working through your own shit. Um, it's really, that's really, to me, I think that's the most amazing thing about it. You'll be here at the end, no matter how much you lost, you're going to be so super proud of yourself. I got to go. My voice is going. I'm, I think I'm, uh, hi Gina, going for surgery. 30 minutes and need your encouragement to stick to the plan. Love you guys. I uh, lost half a pound this morning. Okay. So obviously this is stressful, right? You're, you're heading in. First of all, I'm, I'm sending you um, wish, wishes and I don't know what's going on, but um, lots of positive thoughts and healing. Um, so your body obviously will be focused on this, right? Like even getting dental work done can be very traumatic and stressful on the body. So your, you, what you need to focus on is recovery Drinking the being hydrated, making good choices, helping your body heal. A lot of times people will be like, oh, come hell or high water, I'm going to do everything, right? And sometimes that's not the best thing to do. Sometimes you really just need to listen and, and meet yourself where you're at. So when you get out or when you're done your surgery, no matter what it is, like just take some time to just chill, help kind of calm that body down, follow the sickness protocol if you need. Um, but sickness always leads to detox, not to like, you know, there's a silver lining in, in anything. Sickness is horrible, don't get me wrong, or having to do surgery is not fun. Um, but that causes your body to have to work extra hard to keep you well, right? This is the, the, again, your whole body's whole purpose is to keep you alive, to keep you well. So your body's working really, really hard at doing that. And so when you're having any kind of, you know, anything's going on, this is where your body's going to work even harder. So your, you being sick or your body dealing with trauma, it's not interested in, in holding on, storing that back because it wants to be as healthy as possible. So sickness always leads to detox, but the, the way to get there is to really just prioritize and take time to allow your body to focus on that so allowing your body to heal is going to be the ticket to getting a scale to move so don't stress about that the program has <clears throat> changed my life told my doctor about it a1c a1c are the lowest they have ever been and off two medications hi shannon he said keep going and let me know how this living method is working for you down 13 pounds this, this is like, I love this. I'm going to, I'm going to end on this note because this is everything. Um, it's amazing what your body can do for you. Giving it the resources, give it the time, give it the platform to make change. It will get, it will get to work and it will make change and it will do its best to make you as healthy as possible. You know, um, this is why we are very mindful when we have new people on the program, they're diabetics and such, because we know this happens, but also like, we also know people are really nervous, right? And we don't want them coming in, making changes that they're not confident in, but we're going to get more and more of this. We're going to hear more and more of this. It's not unusual for people to get off medications that they've been taking for years. Um, it's just, you know, the body has this innate ability just to heal and repair and rebuild and all those things. And like, this is the shit that your body is working on even when that scale isn't moving. So I love this. I'm going to end it here today. Um, I'm going to take a shower because <laughs> I'm sweaty and I'm hot. Uh, have an amazing day, everyone. I'm going to be back tomorrow. So I'll be back Saturday at 10 if you want to join me, but hopefully you're busy and you're off enjoying your weekend and, and you're visiting people and you're out and about here, there and everywhere. Uh, so I'll be back on tomorrow at 10. We're going to post the guidelines for week four, which is downsizing. Uh, that's what I'll talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm gonna to talk about downsizing uh, because on Monday I'm not going live, so I'm gonna talk about downsizing tomorrow at 10. So even if you can't watch it, download it, the podcast, or listen to it at some point on the weekend, I'll talk about downsizing because there is something that you, is, you do need to know what you're doing with downsizing. There is a post, there is a video. But <clears throat> I know you guys are gonna have a lot of questions. <clears throat> Sorry, a lot of questions about it. My voice is going, um, my voice is going. 
I know you're going to have a lot of questions about it. Um, so let's talk about that tomorrow. Um, and then pop into the group, read over the guidelines. Let us know if you have any questions. Uh, and then, of course, enjoy your day Monday. It will not be going live. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. Um, if I don't see you, I'll see you soon. Bye. Where am I? I got to get off here. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.